Okay, from Los Angeles, California, you're watching Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web, radio that you watch with pictures, pictures with sound, revolutionary radio for a revolutionary time. From Afghanistan to New York to Paris, we are all Afghanistans now. And here she is, my favorite doctor, my favorite nomad, Dr. Suzy Block. Hi. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your love doctor, your mother confessor, your baby girl, your ever so slightly twisted little sister, your daughter of the American Revelation, your horny housewife, broadcasting live from my big brass bed on DrSusanBlock.com in my boudoir studio. And tonight, we are exploring one of my favorite sexual subjects, the art of the tease. Mm, everybody needs a little tease, at least sometimes. Men need to be teased because it makes them slow down. Women need to be teased because it makes us come around. Teasing kind of puts the pizzazz and the mystery into sex, you know? Otherwise, we'd just be rutting animals. Nothing wrong with rutting animals. And actually, even animals tease, you know? I mean, look at the stop, start, pounce, retreat, mating dances of birds and cats and dogs and apes and even snakes. They do a mating dance. A good tease is erotic, but indirect. Mm. Building up to total seduction and surrender slowly. As that consummate striptease artist, Gypsy Rose Lee, once said, Anything worth doing is worth doing slowly. A great tease has all the time in the world. And with a great tease, well, you never know if you're going to get the gold that you're going for. You might, but you might not. You got to be flexible with a tease. You got to remember the golden rule of teas. You never know. The best laid plans may not get you laid the way you planned. And so you gotta be willing to go with the teas, please. Teasing wears a variety of masks and hats. There's the innocent tease, ooh, who doesn't even know that she's a tease. Oh, I didn't know my panties were showing and is all the more devastating for it. 
And then there's the experience tease, who spins her webs of seduction with consummate skill and sensitivity. I say her because, well, of course men can tease too, but teasing is such a feminine while. Mm. It's manipulative and circuitous, womanly attributes. <laughs> Some teasing is spontaneous, light as a feather. Mm. Some teasing is calculated, steeped in the arts of sorcery. Some teasing is loving and sweet, almost nurturing, mm, like tickling a baby. Tickle, 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 tickle. Some teasing is playful and charming, dazzling. Mmm, so, so witty. Some teasing is mean and nasty. Even vicious and cruel. Teasing can be humiliating. Torture. Some teasing really hurts. Rapes, murders, even mass murders have been committed by people, even children, who say they did it because they were teased. Teasing can be dangerous. It can be quite harmless, too, of course. That's why we say, oh, I was just teasing to insist that we're harmless. But it's the dangerous aspects of teasing that make it erotic. That and the uh, sensuous nature of revealing something slowly, gradually, then maybe not at all. Mm, then maybe a little more. Oh. It's too dangerous to show more, too hot to handle. That's the art of the teas. One of the greatest teases of history is Queen Esther of the Bible. That's right, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. Right in your Bible, you can read all about the beautiful teenage Queen Esther of Shushan in what is now Iran, <laughs> who teased the great and powerful Persian king Ahasuerus into such an erotic frenzy that he freed her people from genocide. How about that? Mm. Cleopatra was a great tease. It was her extraordinary teasing ability that uh, kept the Romans guessing, <laughs> and kept Egypt ruled by Egyptians until her death by a snake, but not your species, Eve. Mm. In modern times, teasing is the stuff of stars, Marilyn Monroe being, well, one of the most famous teases, I guess, Betty Page, sometimes called the dark Marilyn was also a great tease. She, she still is a great tease. <laughs> and I was privileged to have her as a guest on my 
show a few years ago. And though she spoke with me on the air for, gosh, about 90 minutes, she refused to show her face. What a tease. Mm. She said she wanted us to think of her the way that she was, you know? Young and beautiful. In other words, she wanted control. Hmm. And yes, teasing is about control. Once you lose control, <laughs> well, you're not teasing anymore. I mean, <laughs> it's tough to, uh, to be teasing when you're like mid-orgasm or something. <laughs> teasing is about control. Anyway, during that Betty Page show, I had some special guests in the audience, and one of them was a lovely young lady, all dressed up and with her hair done, just like Betty Page. And she came with the renowned Mistress Antoinette, and she spoke to Betty. And it was really kind of like communicating with a heavenly spirit, you know? It really was, brothers and sisters. <laughs> it was like a communing with the spirit of sex, the spirit of sexual beauty. Mm. Speaking to the legendary Betty Page. And this young lady was, in a way, blessed by Betty. And now, she's a big, big star. An international supermodel of the fetish world. She's a burlesque performance artist and mistress of the Pink Bubble Bath Film Festival and rock star girlfriend of Marilyn Manson. And one of the great American teases of the 21st century. And her name is Dita Von Teese, if you please. So I'm very excited about having Dita back on the show. And we also have some other fun, fun, fun guests who are into various levels of teasing and pleasing and <laughs> painting, <laughs> all different levels. Here tonight at Block Studios in the soul of downtown LA. And we've got you also. So if you want to talk to me and if you're watching me live on Saturday night right now, and if you want to talk to Dita Von Tees, you can call us now. That's live on Saturday night only at 213-239-0300. Tease me. Please me. That's 213-239-0300. And mm, I don't mean to be a tease. <laughs> yes, I do. Mm, but we're going to take a few teasing moments now to switch gears and open up my broadcast bed to the fabulous Dita Von Tees. So don't come yet and don't go away. We'll be right back. You uh, are listening to Dr. Susan Block on Radio Susie One. Uh, 
Radio City One and the Worldwide Web, Worldwide Revolution, uh, Revolutionary Radio, Ooh. and Revolutionary Radio for, for okay. Revolutionary Time. Parts of this program are brought Ready to you to by teased. Vital Stream, the vital technology that delivers this to Ball, your home with absolute clarity. And of course, uh, Stone Brewing, uh, artisan-made beer. You don't want to lose my bars. Why don't you go back to the bar and have a sip? And if you're watching this show live, that's terrific. If you're not, uh, you can watch it 24 okay, hours a day. Does somebody want to hold Eve because free. Dita is not fond of snakes? So... Back. Okay, I'm just wondering if anyone would like to take responsibility for her. If not, we will put her back in her cage. Okay. We're just getting ready. And if you're watching us live, of course, we're in transition. We're we are transitioning. We are transitioning, and you get to watch it all. So just like being live in the studio. Mm. Unedited, untouched by human hands. Okay. I'm ready for my guest. Can someone escort Dita to the... Or you, Dita's finding her own way. She drove herself here. She is finding her way into the bed. She is totally an independent woman. 1940s style. Come a little closer to me, darling, so we can be in the same frame. Yes, that's right. I think I'm gonna... What should I do? Should I wear this big hat, or I'm gonna wear the littler hat? So I don't bump you too much. Big hat is... just for solo. You know, when you wear big hats, you kinda go... <laughs> you have a nice little petite here and big up here. Okay, now you have to get your lips very close to that. It's very monodirectional, so we don't hear all their coughs and buzzes out there. Do you remember this? I do. <laughs> very well. This is you in one of the rooms in the Century Welsher Hotel. That seems like a long time ago. Boy, I'm going to have to catch up. It sounds like you already have. I have? <laughs> well, some, yeah, like I did look on the website. Things. I mean, I looked on your website, and that led me to other websites, and gosh, you're a regular gossip item. But that's uh, exciting. No, you're a celebrity. You're, you're a supermodel. That's exciting. Yeah, no? In my own world, I'm In your own world, yeah. Right. In the fetish world. Well, right. We like that world. Fetish is becoming so much more mainstream, though, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Being a supermodel in the fetish world is like being a supermodel of the future, maybe. Okay. You know, that's, okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You'll buy that. <laughs> or at least try it on for size. <clears throat> okay. I have constant hairs going into my lipstick. Do you ever have that problem? Yes, I do. Right, it's like the old Appalachian <laughs> lip gloss trail. <laughs> okay, we have camera people. How are we doing out there? Do we have everything we need? Are we ready to come back? 
I'm ready. You ready, Max? Are you ready, Max? I'm ready. Oh. From Los Angeles, California, to the rest of the world. You're watching Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. Radio with pictures, pictures with sound. The talkies are back, and so is my lovely doctor, Dr. Susan Block. Here she is. Hey, I'm back with Dita. In my broadcast bed, you have such a sweet, uh, soft boi <laughs> voice. You have to put the microphone very okay. close. Okay, how's that? Yes, that's good. It, it might mess up your lipstick eventually, but it's the only way we that's can okay. hear that sweet voice. Uh. <laughs> mm, so it's so wonderful to have you back. Thank you for having me here. It's yes. been a long time. Yes, you keep saying what a long time. It See, for me, like it's <laughs> been an instant. For you, it's been a lifetime, I know, it since you were like, like this, it. but you haven't changed that much, except you don't have the bit. bangs. I think I lost a little of the baby fat in my face, right? Well, I don't know if I'd call that baby fat, baby. That's Maybe it's the, the look on my face yeah. has changed. I was very excited. You and were very, very excited. I'm a little, I've seen the world since then. Yes, you were <laughs> then the innocent tease, and now you're the experienced tease? Yes. Okay. Well, we want to know about those experiences that led to you being the experienced tease. Well, were you always a tease? Yeah, I, f I remember when I was really, when I was a little girl, teasing in front of the mirror, practicing my tease. Really? <laughs> I used to have a real fascination with long black gloves and hats with veils, and I remember dancing in front of the mirror and, you know, thinking, I can't wait till I'm a big girl and I can, uh, you know, do this for real. So. Yeah, well, a lot of girls can relate to that, and a few boys as well, you know, um, probably a lot of boys. Mm -hmm. A lot of everyone. We all play and tease ourselves in front of the mirror, testing our seductive powers. Mm -hmm. But you've taken yours out into the arena. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. And what was the next arena for you? Was it the schoolyard, or was it... No, I modeling. was very shy. Yeah, uh, I still am, except for when it's appropriate. So, I, I, I my first job was appropriate, according to the Mormons or the Taliban. Well, or you know, I, I'm not the girl that you know takes off her clothes at the party and is dancing on the table or anything ever. I'm very modest about yeah. when I show it off. But you do wear a lampshade so on your head. I do. <laughs> I know how to party, but you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, so you didn't so tease, at s you weren't like one of these girls that teased the boys at no. the playground. I, I always, I worked in a lingerie store, it was my first job, and in high school I always had a steady boyfriend, so I, you know, I was very adventurous with my teasing, you know, I always had one man, and I, I, I like to, you know, work my, my wiles on that one guy, you know, ah. so you have to get more creative that way. So mm -hmm. Some of your wiles, but now you Some work your wiles on millions, right? Yeah. No, oh, you're yeah, I guess pretty so. good at that, too. I guess yeah. so. So you started modeling? Yes, I, I, right around the time that I met you, when I discovered Betty Page and decided that the world was ready for um, some of the same things that she was so well known for, and that's, you know, I, I, I always wanted to emulate what it was that people liked about her. Yeah. More than exactly what she looked like. Well, people liked so many different things about her. She was the girl next door, but the bad girl next door. Yes. Yeah. And she was the queen of pinup, but also the queen of fetish. And some of the fetishes were pretty dark. Yeah, she did some wild stuff. A lot of people don't remember. They didn't see those photos of her in, you know, shackles and 
yeah. having the fear of God on her face, you know. Oh, yeah. With so Irving Claw. That's yeah. what she did with him. So what did you think about that? When, how old are you here, anyway, this picture? I think I was around 20. 20, okay. 21. And how long had you been working with Mistress Antoinette? Uh, not very long there, probably a few months. A few months, mm -hmm. okay. And so, and this was when you discovered Betty Page? Uh, probably a f couple years before that. Okay, so when you were about 18? Yeah, about mm -hmm. 18, I think. And so did you encounter her as the pinup queen or the fetish queen? Well, I first encountered her as a pinup. I, I first saw Olivia's paintings of her. Olivia. So that's, <laughs> yeah. That's very idealized, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so when I was, you know, when I was trying to do Betty, then uh, I, w I was kind of going from her paintings. I mm -hmm. wanted it to be really surreal. So uh, and then I found out she was an actual woman and did right. the research from there. So She seemed like just an icon. Yeah. And so, so what did you think of all the wild stuff? Oh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great that she had so many different personas and she could be real sweet and innocent one minute and then she'd, like, you know, kitten with the whip the next, so. So were you using whips and bondage in your sex life at that time? Um, not really in my sex life. I had just discovered the corset and discovering the corset led me to all the other bondage. Ah, yes, the corset. Yes. And it is a form of bondage. Yes, I'm so. wearing one and I can feel it. And can we see a little more? of yours? Let's see. Oh, look at this one. That's quite elaborate. Can Thank we you. can we see a little more? Of course. I should have been teasing you, but you know. Yeah, well, you could. There's still time to tease me. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, you did tease me. You kept that on for quite a while and now Yes. Look at that. I like to I like to wear a lot of layers and you know, get comfortable. A lot of layers. Yes. Yeah, well, layer here and then you gradually remove yeah, layers. So I have That's a nice lace little petticoat. So I like to oh. show a little bit at a time. Little, right. Little oh, look at that. Yes. A little stocking with a little polka dot, black yeah. and white polka dot. <laughs> Very nice. I you like to have lots of things to play with and lots of uh, items to tease with. Yeah. So, you know. Well, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do like have a lot of things to, you know, kind of put in different places and arrange over that gorgeous body of yours. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> now, did you discover you had a gorgeous body with Mistress Antoinette, or did you know that before? I don't, I've never really thought I had a gorgeous body. You still okay. don't think you no, have a gorgeous I body? Don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh I, I picture a gorgeous body, and I picture, you know, girls that work out every day, perfect, you know, that are perfect. I just, I... Just Girls that work out every day. Well, that's one kind of gorgeous body. Right. There are but many kinds of But you have a, a softer things. body than that. You look like you work out a little, but not little too bit. much. You're too much of a tease and too feminine to work out. I take ballet classes. That there you go. You know, teasing classes teaches you me. You do. You take tease. ballet. Yes. Toe? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Do you ever yeah. do a, like a naked ballet? Yes. Oh, I have. Um, I do fan dance, of course, and I do it on point. Wow. And I'm currently working on a dance with a big bubble that's on point, like Sally Rand used to do. She was famous for this, for the fan dance and for her dance with this big weather balloon type bubble. So I do right. both of those on point. Whoa, that's yeah. amazing. Okay. So have you recently taken up ballet or did you do that as a little no, girl? No, I did it all my life. Yeah. So, so you do have some teasing background. Yes. Right, because ballerinas do learn that early on. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. Yeah. But you had a 
kind of an innocent sex background. Do you remember your first orgasm? Yes. What was that like? Um, it, my girlfriend taught me how. Your girlfriend? Are you bisexual? I, well, you know, I've, I've not any, not really anymore. It's kind not of one anymore. of those. Well, it I was can a appreciate phase. a beautiful woman, but right. you know, it, those were my wild days. Well, I think you, you have know. a man and a woman in one now, or I something do. like that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. The best of both worlds. But, but yeah, at that time, I you had this girlfriend who. Yeah. How old were you then? I think I was like in seventh grade or something. Right. Like sixth or seventh grade, and she, she was this beautiful blonde, and she had the biggest breasts I've ever seen. Really? On a girl age. She was like a double D by wow. seventh grade. It was incredible. So I remember being impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> ah. It's a late bloomer. You're a late bloomer. Right. Yeah. And so how did she introduce you to your first orgasm? I, I don't remember all the specifics, but I remember she taught me how to masturbate. Oh. So that's... Like right in front of you, yes. you across she from her? Yes, she showed me how. And she just said, Which okay, now I look back I'm going to show you like a, a fun game here. That was a lesbian experience, you know, so... Uh-huh, but you didn't think of it that way at the time. No, no, no I was like, right. oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, you know what Nancy Friday calls... Actually, this is college girls who are with girls until... They graduate, at which point they hook up with a guy, get married, have a family, right. or whatever. She calls them lugs. Lesbians until graduation. Right. That, I think every girl should, you know, get to experience that. I think every woman has it in her a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. Now, do you think every boy should experience that, too? Experience a woman? Well, <laughs> both. Yes. I guess both. Ex you know that. I I know how men that are very straight feel about that. You you don't even discuss that. But most women are open to the idea. Some right. say, yeah, you know, it'd be mm. if I had enough drinks in me. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think men are a little. More There's more taboo on on much men. Much more taboo, apparently. Yeah. But I'm a sex therapist, so I know they think about it at least as often as women. Really. Well, it's much harder to act on. I mean, it's a much bigger leap for most Almost men who identify as heterosexual yeah. to do that. Right. For a woman who identifies as heterosexual to get drunk and be with her girlfriend yeah. is not such a big deal. I think every man I've ever taken seriously or enjoyed in my bedroom has at least swapped a little spit with another man. Just, uh, just I would for think fun so. or at a party. Are they not a party? You, know? you being the fetish supermodel <laughs> of the 21st century, I would think so. Do you have a favorite <laughs> fetish? Well, I really love corsets and stockings. Right. And, my and high heels. I'm so, so glad you keep saying that. I feel better about tying myself up in this thing. And I love to be tied up. I like the right. you know, the damsel in distress. I love rope bondage and the whole and gags in the mouth and that whole thing. Wow. Now, when did you first discover that about yourself? I think that came with that. That wasn't something I, you know fantasize about when I was little or anything. I think it with seeing Betty Page and then mm. watching, you know, reading a John Willie books with all the girls tied up in rope, I always thought that they just looked amazing. And I think I always fantasized about being kind of objectified mm. by... Well, you're such an independent way. woman. I mean, so many of the guests that come here on Saturday night, you know, they have to have someone drive them and take care of everything. And you c came down here yourself, and I was just very impressed with that independence. And here you are with all this bondage, <laughs> fantasy, and submissiveness, and 
Yeah, I guess I it just shows that, that old saying, nature seeks a balance. Def I'm very balanced that way. Yeah. I'm a Libra. I you have look to have balanced. I like to be in control and I like to feel like in control. I can go wherever I want. I get on planes and go to other countries just for fun mm. and by myself. <laughs> but you must like losing control every so often. Yes. In the bedroom, I like a good, strong man. I don't, I'm not, I don't like wielding a whip in my own bedroom at no. all. No. Do you like actually being tied up in your own bedroom? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm into bondage and spanking. So it's not just for the look. Like no. Betty Page would say that, you know, we asked her about that, and she mm -hmm. said that she did it for the photographs, that she wasn't into it in her personal life. Mm -hmm. Of course, she's a Christian now, but I believe she was being totally honest yeah. with us about everything. And it was just something that she really seemed to have enjoyed, but did it as a fun thing for the camera. Yeah, I th well, it must have been different and more difficult for her to find someone to experiment with maybe then. I don't know. Yeah, talk probably. About, they didn't have radio shows talking about bondage or anything. So. No. They didn't, actually. <laughs> and now they do, and now they have fetish supermodels. I mean, Betty Page was probably the first fetish supermodel, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. But I don't think that at the time, you know, she didn't, it sounded like she didn't know or she had, didn't realize no. the extent of her fame and still doesn't. No, and she really sort of felt like a bad girl sometimes, even though in her heart she knew that what she was doing wasn't bad. Right. Are you a bad girl? I don't feel bad. I feel like I could be worse. <laughs> I'm sure you could. <laughs> so how about your family? What do they think of what you do? Well, with the bondage, it was kind of difficult with my family because how do you explain to your family, well, I do this fetish thing. It's, it's kind of hard to explain to your parents. So mm. at first, it was kind of like they didn't really know what was going on. But then I started doing things like Playboy. I, I started appearing in Playboy book of lingerie issues. And it's I funny when Playboy makes you acceptable to your parents. Yeah, that right? was, it, it's true though. <laughs> My parents it, it, like validated That's what I was American doing. That's an American icon. Oh, we get all it right. now. And when I started actually getting legitimate, you know, traveling all over the world and getting paid to shoot fetish magazines, I, you know, I showed my parents everything I did. The money helps the parents, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they like to see magazine covers, uh, you know, they get excited, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. But the bondage still kind of... Yeah, I mean, there's some things I wouldn't show my mom, of course, but I think, you know, my mom doesn't want to see me strung up by my ankles, you know, looking real scared. So, you know, I let my mom see the, you know, the very Betty Page and the pin-up stuff mm -hmm. and the fashion. And fetish. what do you feel when you're all strung up by your ankles? Do you feel scared? Do you feel um, exhilarated? I really... I've I've learned how to because you can really freak out <laughs> in some of those positions. Yeah, and I, I I've learned what it takes for me not to get nervous and scared and worried. And I it helps when I'm whoever's doing bondage on me for a photo, like intricate bondage. If they talk to me and if I talk to them and I'm not paying attention to what's going on, and the next thing you know, because there's some really I've done some really wild poses. Mm. And it's easy to let your mind take over and all of a sudden your hands and your feet are numb and you're going, oh my God, get the scissors. So I really try to think about other things and mind over matter. Sort of a zen thing. thing. Yeah, right. sort of. How small is your waist? Um, well, this corset actually was a mistake and got made in the wrong size. So, um, and it's more one of my comfortable sizes. This oh. is like a, a, a twenty. A twenty is a comfortable size. Yeah. Ooh, girlfriend. Sixteen. You have no waist. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, the smallest I've been measured is sixteen. Wow. But that's with a certain corset that was made custom for me to be to make me go that small and 
but generally I do around like 17, 18. So this is a real discipline for you. 16, that, that's something you must have to keep yeah, that's something. Exercising. I, well, not really. I don't. I used to be really obsessed with it and saying, I have to have the smallest waist of all the fetish models, but I kind of got over it. I used to have okay. people sending me hate mail going, My waist is smaller than yours. It's and like fetish so anorexia okay, or something. I don't, I, I don't really yeah. care as much. Oops, the microphone went out. Test it again. Hello, hello. Back. Okay. There you are. I'm back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was saying I don't really, you know, wear corsets all the time to try mm. to make myself look like a, you know, freak show. You mean you used to wear them to sleep and stuff? I used to, well, actually I worked in a strip club for like six years and I wore a corset and I used to work like crazy because mm. I wanted to be rich. And so I'd work 10 hours a day, five days a week wearing a corset the entire time. So that really brought my waist down. Mm. Well, it is amazing. It's really quite just breathtaking, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so I did read up on you and what you've been up to, and I see that you are dating Marilyn Manson. Yes. That, thank you for not asking that right out of the gate, by the way, because oh. I keep doing these interviews, and the first question, it's like, uh, so... Yeah, or my I can I'd see that. I saw a recent press release, and it's always at the top of my credits now. No, I ask you about your first orgasm long Thank before you. I'm into Thank talking you. about your boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about you anyway. I didn't even know you were dating Marilyn Manson. That's how out of it I am. <laughs> so I just read up on you, and I went, oh, lucky guy. To me, you are much more prominent in my psyche than he is, oh. although, you know, he's a famous person. <laughs> And he's an artist, and I've liked a lot of his music, actually. And, and his makeup jobs, too. You yeah, know. yes, we share makeup. You corsets. do? I was going to ask you yeah. that. Yeah. We, no, he doesn't wear your corsets. No, but I've given him corsets as gifts. I get corsets made for him and yeah. you know, things like that. How did you meet? Um, we met, it's, al- it's almost a year since we met, and um, he wanted, he was a fan. You know, he'd seen oh. my photos and... And, and that sort of thing. We'd seen each other out a few times, just in passing. What did you think of him when you saw him out in passing? Honestly, I didn't think anything of him. I was like, oh, these people are following me. Why? You know, I saw Political him answer. and some of his friends out yeah. at a show. Oh, and I was oh you really didn't know who he up. was? No, I did. It's just yeah. that I'm not very impressed with celebrity. It's like, it's not the way to my heart. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's how to get the celebrities, girls, is don't uh, be impressed with yeah, it. Yeah, don't. Just <laughs> act like you don't care. <laughs> no, um, but he, his management called my management and they wanted um, me to be in one of his videos. But His I, I management called your management. <laughs> you know, in the old days, the parents would arrange dates and weddings and everything. And it's tough to arrange them on your own. Yeah. So nowadays, parents can't arrange for you because you've come so far from where you were with your parents. You've changed so much. So you have your management arrange. So your management yeah, called, his management called yeah, your management. Yeah, but it was about a job, really. Like, he had photos of me and said, I want the girls to look like this. And then his manager said, why don't we just see if she'll do it. Uh-huh, okay. But I was already booked on something. So instead of a date, it starts with a job. Or, well, sort of, sort I guess of did, so. Yeah. It's just a chance. I guess that's how, you know, people that are interested in the same things get hooked up. I mean, yeah. there's got to be some good reason that all actors and actresses always end up together. They understand each other. Yeah. He understands why I wear corsets. Yes, he does. I guess he does. 
I don't understand it. I'm dying here. <laughs> but <laughs> he wears corsets, really. Yeah, not okay. at home, walking not at around home. or anything. Uh-huh. What's his waist? Oh, I don't know. No? No, I don't know. I'm sure you're more aware of other measurements. Yes. Mm. <laughs> well, my audience <laughs> would want me do. to say, would you give us the measurement? It's a perfect fit. That's all I'll say. A perfect fit. Okay, it's you've perfect. answered no that complaints. answer before. Okay, what's your measurement? No, I haven't, but that's great. What's oh. <laughs> well, well that know, was a good one. It depends was a, on the day. You it know. depends on the day. And so his also depends on the day. <laughs> That's really <Yes>. in sync. <laughs> wow, you're flexible. Mm. So what is Marilyn Manson's favorite fetish? Um, he likes me wearing corsets and stockings, of course. Okay. And red lipstick. He's, you know, when I was walking out the door tonight, he was like, oh, you can't leave like that. <gasps> so when really? I get really done up, he, you know, he can't take it. Really, he's jealous. No, he loves it. He's oh. just like, <gasps> where are you going? You have to stay here. You know, he's, he likes my, my look and my style. And oh, well, you could have brought him. Oh. He could have been here as your bodyguard. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time. But so he was excited to see you go out. And then when you go back home, are you going to tell him how everyone was drooling all over you? No. He'll know that. He'll just know that automatically. No, he does okay, get we have a question here from our audience. No, this is from the phone. Okay. And you can call too. Our number is 213-239-0300. And my guest is Dita Von Tees, expert on the art of the tees. And we have Brian online too. Okay, we are holding on and there's Brian hello yes hey Brian hey how you doing oh I'm doing okay and I got Dita Dita my girlfriend hello hi how are you I'm good thank you so what's happening Brian oh not a whole lot this evening uh, I was um I was just wanted to ask Dita a question okay I was just wondering what her favorite type of bondage is type Let's get specific. I like rope bondage, Japanese rope bondage, you know, like classic white rope, cloth gags, you know, very typical Betty Page bondage, hog ties. Right. So Japanese bondage is typical Betty Page bondage? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah? yeah. Okay, I didn't well, realize yeah, I'm that. I'm talking just rope bondage in yeah. general. Mm, okay, okay. Okay. Do you like bondage, Brian? Oh, I love it. Really? What yeah. kind of bondage do you like? I actually like all sorts. Uh, rope is one of my favorites. Yes. But I've been into bondage ever since I can remember. And do you like to tie up or be tied up? I like to be tied up. I'm, yes. I'm good at tying people up, too. Cause you I've, are. I've learned a lot, so... Yeah, I have, I have many talents in the rope bondage. Yeah, rope bondage is, like, the best. I think it's the best because it... The person has to spend time doing it to you. Exactly. And they're paying attention to you while they're doing it. And uh, shackles and other things. It's like they just hook you up and you're there. I, I like the attention. Right, right. My first true passion is bondage. And um, my second is to be teased. So I'm actually being teased while I'm putting in, being put into the bondage. Mm -hmm. Well... Uh, this woman's name is Tease, right here. <laughs> right, right. Have you ever seen Dita Von Tease tied up? Uh, actually, no, I haven't. 
Oh, there's like 5,000 pictures of me tied up on, the, on my website, I think. Yeah, are you on the uh, web right now? Actually, I for some reason, I can't get on. You so can't... I, I don't know what's going on. I really wish I could, but no, I'm not right now. Well, okay. Well, I don't know what's going on either. What, what's that? Oh, you got a Mac? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Russell just said, Russell, our president of New Media, said, you got a Mac. That's your problem right there. You can tell that Russell is a PC man. So it's like the Northern Alliance and the Taliban. You're one or the other. You can convert, and that's okay. But as long as you're on that side, it's hard to communicate. But you can go through the website and look at pictures of Dedith on her website. Yes, well, I have uh, actually been on her website. I've been communicating for the last couple days. Uh, but you haven't seen pictures of her in bondage? Well, I've, I've seen a few. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot. I might have seen like maybe three or four of them. Yeah, you have to dig deeply into the site because I try to balance it out with pinup and fetish and bondage. If I do too much bondage, people complain. I didn't have to dig too deep. I found the bondage right away. Good. But I have a nose for that sort of thing. I found mm -hmm. this beautiful picture of you tied up in a Japanese bondage that's black and white that's in the free section right at your website, which is www.dita.net, D-I-T-A.net. There you go. All right, Brian, did you have another question for Dita? Um, um, uh, oh, yeah, actually I did. I actually wondered how long she's been into it. Um, I think when I, I was really into corsets and lingerie, and then when I found a corset when I was 18, I started discovering bondage because where they sold corsets, they sold bondage equipment. Oh, okay. So. I like to mix and match up myself. All right, Brian. Okay. Well, I'd arrange a date between you and Dita, but she's dating someone right now. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you take you. care, darling. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, bye, thanks. Mm -hmm. Enjoy being all tied up. Oh, I will. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Carmen has a question. You can uh, grab a microphone if you have a question, Carmen. Grab a microphone. So where was your first kiss with Marilyn? Oh. Do you call him Marilyn, first of all? No, I call him Manson. Everyone calls him that. Oh, okay. Excuse okay, me. Though. I didn't know that. All right, so you call him Manson. He gets called Marilyn, That's too. Okay, yeah. Um, it was... Uh, I went to see him for his birthday party. Yeah. And, of course, you can't go on a first date on someone's birthday and not kiss them, so... Right. There you go. Then. That was convenient. Yes. Yes, but was it just a, a social kiss or was oh, it no, a serious it was, kiss? It was, I wasn't, it was one of those things where you're not sure how you, if you're crazy about somebody, but then you kiss them and it's all over from there and within minutes you just are engulfed you in. You kind of fell in love or in yeah. lust anyway. Yeah. yeah, I was nuts about him a second and put his lips on mine. Ooh, and the tongue, forget <laughs> about it. All right, Carmen. Oh, well, that's part of the program here. It's got to be on. There you go. Dita, tell us about uh, your website and what's your favorite fetish film that you've appeared in? Oh, well, I just talked about my website. <laughs> you didn't hear. She just gave it out, but all right. Dita Give it out again. 5,000 pictures. But I also have another Carmen site. is director of advertising and promotions, so yes. Carmen likes to yes. get the promotions Thank you. going. Thank you. 
I also have another site that has my favorite um, fetish film on it, and it's called Dita in Distress, and it's <clears throat> a series of four uh, cliffhangers. It's all like the perils of Pauline. Exactly. Um, they're filmed in black and white, and um, it's really funny, and it's cute, and it's very typical Betty Page hmm. um, bondage film. So that's it's um, it's DitaInDistress.com, and there's little dashes Dita dash in dash distress.com. Now you may have already discussed this, you know, because I was in the back yes. taking care of some business. Uh -huh. But uh, what is your favorite bondage position? Well, we haven't quite gotten into that yet. What's that? Um, I like when I'm on my knees like this. Okay, let's do a like that. When you're on your knees like this. Yeah, I, I like when the knees are all tied up, feet tied up, hands tied, you know, either back or something. And I like a, a cloth gag because I like the rolling around and trying to look frustrated and pleading to the camera for help. That's oh, my favorite. Oh, you're turning me on too much. It's too bad we haven't got time for a demonstration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now, that's a good camera position. What about a sex position? What's your favorite position to be tied up for sex? Um, I like, well, usually, I mean, I like to have my knees tied together. So having my knees tied together, that would preclude, feet up you know, on my back is nice. But, you know, it's... It depends on how good someone is at bondage, so, oh. you know, I've Oh, knees tied with your legs up? Yeah, oh, I mean, that's okay. like an easy one, because I've tied myself up for sex before. <laughs> because really? Because it's, it's, it's kind of rare that, you know, I really meet someone that can tie someone up as well as I could tie myself or someone else up, so... Now, is Manson a good tire-upper? Um, well, he's learning. He's learning. Yeah. He didn't know much he's, about he it He learned. I, I spent a lot of time... Um, tying up a lot of his groupies when they get out of hand on the road. Cause I, I wow, so you I'd, tie up his groupies when they get out of hand? No, it would be fun. We'd like, have these parties and you know, I'd tie girls up with whatever I could find laying around the room and they loved it. Are you like the mother hen to the groupies? Is yeah. that you are? <laughs> sort really? of, yeah, I like so to, it's I like, like to you've got a harem of groupies. Yeah, I like And how far do they do they go, these groupies? Do they go all just they would out do, there? They would do anything. They would do anything. What is something that they've done that's outrageous, like that the groupies have done with that you've seen? Or well, that I always been try with? to keep everyone perfectly innocent. You know, I don't want to make anybody do anything they want to do. Of course not. I've I've seen it's some all wild things. Yeah, usually the anything to be close to the band. You know. Right. What is the band really like? Does the band have something, some way that they audition groupies? <laughs> no, it's all in good fun. It's all usually just after, after the shows fun parties, people having cocktails, and it's usually not that wild. Oh, we've just gone all the way uh, back here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like a, a big orgy or anything. It's not like no. that. It's usually I do things like, say, let's have a wet t-shirt contest. You know, we just do things that were fun. Really? Wet t-shirt? I don't yeah, see I you in a wet t-shirt. I know about that. No, no, wet I corset contest? No. Wet uh. yeah. <laughs> no, I like to run the show, <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. Decide fun games that we can all play that are fun. Uh-huh. And so these groupies, they're good. more the t-shirt. No, but they'll put on a t-shirt even if they're not the t-shirt type. No. <laughs> they'll take off their black clothing and wear a t-shirt. Okay, if that's what you want. Mm. So you kind of crack the whip with the groupies. Well, so to speak. I just, I just like, I'm with them. I'm with the guys rather than against them. It's, I like the, that, that aspect. I like their fans. So, so what's in the future for Dita Von Tees? Do you 
want to raise little Manson children? That sounds kind of dangerous. <laughs> or are you going to become a recluse like Betty? No, I hope not. No. I mean, I respect Betty for that, but I, I wouldn't want you to. Or are you going to become like an entrepreneur? Like Antoinette or film star? I don't know. I really don't know. I like to do a little bit of, it, of everything. A little bit of everything. Yes. Little, yeah. little bit of Manson children? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> questions. Oh, oh I wow, just went on, I, I just went on Howard Stern and I got all the, all those, all the questions that could really? make me uncomfortable. And I won't make you answer okay. it, but what question did he ask that made you uncomfortable? Um, uh, he's bad he asked if I was going to marry him. He said, are you going to marry this guy or not? It's like you don't really want to be asked on right. the Howard Stern show if you're going to get married to somebody. Not at this stage, done. right? <clears throat> well, you know. Well, you haven't announced that you're getting married, so obviously <laughs> you don't want to talk about it's whether you're married. It's just not one of those things right? you don't want to say no, you don't want to say yes, because either way you... See, I didn't ask if you were going to get married. I just asked if you were going to have children. Right. Who knows? But let's talk theoretically now. Children and that waste. What? How? I mean, you'd, you'd have um, to change. Well, they used to make pregnancy corsets, you know. Really? Yes, I heard about not those. Not that I'd wear one, but no, no I, I would, would hope not. No, it'd be it'd be fine. I'd I'd look forward to getting larger breasts and larger hips. It just really? gives you more ammunition to tease with. Okay, so you might feel just better about changing your body. Maybe, yeah. You're not too hung up on being no. this like otherly hourglass figure. No, I'm not. No. I'm not afraid of it. Because some women out there probably think you are. I think I'd get more, I'd have more of an exaggerated hourglass. That's all. Oh, well, it's pretty exaggerated. I mean, it, it's, you know, it goes, it goes really in and out. And I know a lot of women out there are going, that's impossible unless you just spend every moment of your day working on it. But you just mm -hmm. are blessed yes. by and it, I like the feeling Mother Nature and wear them a lot and it pulls yeah, you in. I'm used to it. Yeah. Mm. But it must feel good to take off. Yes, that's part of the, the fun of wearing a corset for sex or something. It's like the relief of removing it too, you know, yeah. getting pulled very tightly and then having it removed is like a big relief. Now it is very uncomfortable, but one thing I find that it does is it kind of isolates your genitalia. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it kind of makes this demarcation and so, in a way, it cuts you off from your genitalia, but in a way, it gives you this enhanced feeling mm -hmm. there, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you're into the corset. What is this, a 1940s or a 19... Um, this is just a kind of a, you know, combination of things. I don't think in the, in the 40s someone would have really been wearing this corset like this, but my hat is 40s. Actually, it's third. It's late thirties, but okay. Well, you've combined. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to. I like many different eras, and I just kind of combine it all together. So you dance. Do you sing also? No, no I don't. No singing. Not yet. Have you tried? Not yet. Well, um, a girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend's an opera singer, and we do shows together. And we want to do a show where we sing and strip at the same time. So she's going to help me out with that. Mm. So we'll see if I can sing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever sang for? Manson? No, I'm I'm real shy about singing. I don't Okay, know. well we won't ask you to sing then. <laughs> no, I don't ask uh, you to sing. <laughs> but I have to ask you this, and of course, you know, this show is all totally consensual and everything, but I know we have a, a couple of bondage experts out in the audience, and I was wondering if, if you might consent to some level of bondage. 
You could choose one. Hmm. I think we have a couple. <laughs> Raise your hands. <laughs> oh, I'm not exactly wearing an outfit that's conducive to bondage. But well, I you know, know, I know, perhaps. I know, I know, but just one hand or or just whatever body part or a foot to the other foot oh, or okay. something. Just for the folks out there. Okay, and well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll show you one of my talents, which is oh. that I can have my elbows tied together in the back. Okay, That's I'll hold your microphone in yeah. that way. So, so you know. where are the bondage experts out there? Uh, Dave has brought his ropes. Dave has brought his ropes, okay. Okay, well, let's get him. <laughs> okay, Dave has brought his ropes. He's probably just going off to masturbate right now. And he'll be back in a jiffy. We know that about him. No, but he's a really good tire-upper. Okay. He kind of does the Japanese-style oh, thing. Good. You've been photographed by Ken Marcus, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, he's an old friend of ours. He's yeah. got art that we've displayed here, and he's really into that He's really into Japanese it. I like working with him. Bondage. Really mm. What's your philosophy of lingerie? Do you have a philosophy of lingerie? I love lingerie. I I like really good quality lingerie. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've loved it since I was a little girl. I remembered, um, you know, seeing pictures of women in course, you know, stockings and garter belts. And uh, I never understood why people liked pantyhose at all or why anyone would possibly wear them. I don't either. <laughs> all right. Dave, okay. ascend to the boudoir studio here. Come into the the broadcast bed. Hello. Here's Master Dave. This is Dave, and this is Dita. You gotta shake hands before. You okay, know. shake hands That's before you let. Okay, talk right, you because you're gonna lose your hands soon. And Carmen is going to help do some arranging here. But Carmen, just make sure you kind of stay out of the range of the camera, or not too much in the range. Okay. And so now we've got elbow. Bondage. Yes. So you're Having unusually your flexible. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not that unusual, but if you are a model who can put their elbows together completely, then you got something going there. You got something going there. Mm -hmm. There you go. Very flexible. Okay, you could be a little more aggressive. You could be more aggressive, <laughs> she says. Gosh, you're I like so it trusting. Tight. It's got to be tight. Be bondage. tight. <laughs> do you top from the bottom? Yes, <laughs> I do. I'm always, you know, saying tighter. Uh huh. Well, I get a lot of, you know, I'll do a bondage shoot, and someone will say, "That was really awful. How that one piece was sticking out." And it's like bondage enthusiasts are very anal about how their rope should look. So yes. They are anal. Yeah. <laughs> the ones who are really into the tying up. Yes. As opposed to the ones who just learn how to tie up so that then somebody will tie them up. Right. I'm just arranging your little necklace okay. here. You're just teasing me? I'm teasing you. Yeah, there we go. Mm. What's your philosophy of teasing? Um, I like to tease with things that you wouldn't, you know, I like to put my lipstick on in front of someone, in front of a man. Um, I like to touch myself where I'd want to be touched, you know, mm. like subtleties, subtleties. And of course, revealing 
as you're concealing. Yes, a flash of the garter, adjusting your garters when you think when you when they think you think they're not looking. Yeah. Is that nice and snug for you? Dear? That's nice. Is that That's nice. is that snug? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that aggressive enough? Yes. That's more aggressive. Yeah, All right. you just can't be afraid that I'm going to break or something. Well, you look so delicate. You do. That's one of the pleasures of tying you up, I think, is that you have such a delicate China doll look about you. Thank you. And yet, you're really quite tough, aren't you? I suppose. Quite tough. I would say you are, just for being here in the studio. I mean, I know you've been on the show before, but you're among all these, some strange people, and you're tied up right now, a little bit dangerous. I, I'm not afraid, no. <laughs> I don't mean to not scare you or anything. <laughs> no. And besides, you can always kick them with those high heels, That's right? right? <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to roll around in bondage very well. You do? Yes. You do. You're good at fighting in bondage? Yes, I Betty love Page that. used to do a lot you of know, that. Wrestling with the rope, acting like you can get out of it or something. Cat fighting. Mm -hmm. Cat fighting. That's a video I haven't done yet that I'm dying to do. Yeah. Really? These girls in vintage lingerie fighting each other. Yeah, I think that was very popular yes. in, in Betty's day. Mm -hmm. And I think there's certainly a fetish market for that. But it's, it's quite politically incorrect, of course. Right. So, I mean, all fetishes to some degree. Yeah, it's politically incorrect to wear, you know, uh, red lipstick sometimes, you know. It's sometimes. In court, for instance. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they make you rub it off. Mm. Oh, Carmen's torture. got her little torture device here. Do you like that? Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a little tickler. It's, that's kind of a teaser. That has a name, though. What is the name, Carmen? I call it the wand. What is it called? The wand. The, wand. the magic wand. It has a name, though. Do you know what it's called? I don't remember. I keep thinking of it as some Not sort of a expert. kitchen utensil. Apparently. I have... Um, one of those violet wands, vintage ones from the 40s. They used yes. to use the shock. They thought that it was healthy. Yes. So I have a collection of those, which are very menacing. Mm, I bet you have some interesting collections. Mm -hmm. So you're now being tied up, and mm -hmm. you've got this sort of pinwheel wand going down yes. your delicate skin very softly. Are your feelings changing? Are your t is your temperature no, changing? I'm, no, you're I'm, I'm trying to keep my composure as a lady. Look, I'm wearing a hat, you know? <laughs> yes, you are wearing a hat. You can't do a lot of writhing around and, you know, that sort of thing. And a very precarious I hat, I yes, might add. As a, as a hat wearer, I'm amazed that it stays up there like that. But you've got it pinned and you're, you're very balanced. <laughs> it's fabulous. Mmm. She likes that feeling. He's teasing me. Mm. Could I ask you to just, can you kind of inch over this way a little bit? You're an expert at moving in bondage. Just so that we can get a side view and a front view as well as the back view. Oh my god, it's falling apart. Oh, My your toy just when it was being Bloody appreciated. Hell. By the great Dita Von Tees. Let's see if we can fix it right. Okay, fix it up there. This is good. This is terrible. Yeah, Dave is good. Well, I'll have to fix that. All right. Well, it looks like it's all fixed. 
brought up uh, in Michigan Michigan in a small town. you're a Midwestern girl yes and what brought you to Orange County uh, my dad got a job out here my whole family moved out uh-huh it's no big ran away from home story I wish but oh I see wonder what you might have done with yourself if you'd stayed in Michigan oh. you think you'd be Dita Von Tees? Um no <laughs> definitely not you I'm might even be a Marilyn Manson fan <laughs> if you yes, stayed in maybe. Michigan. Yes. Well, I have to go back there soon because Michigan is um, against Marilyn Manson right now. So. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened? What, um, uh, there's a security guard accusing him of sexual assault for allegedly humping the guy's head. <laughs> what? Which didn't humping the guy's head. Yeah. Wow. Kind of hard for me to explain when I don't have my hands. Yes. He's saying that his head was between yeah. Manson's he legs. Absurd stories that never happened. I was there. I saw it. You were there. And what actually did happen? Um, <laughs> he. They have security that's uh, you know standing against a wall to protect you know keep the audience away. And he had a. Uh, like an elbow leaned onto the guy singing into his microphone. There was no humping of anyone's head. He leaned on the guy. Yeah, with his elbows, like okay. they always do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, and, but this guy got very excited about that. Yes, he got and very excited. And fantasized this, this incredible image of having his head humped. Yes. Yeah, having yes. his head humped. People pay good money for that. <laughs> now, Carmen, if you're going to talk, you have to get on the microphone. Oh, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah, so you get I yourself a microphone. I was just saying, I'd go down yeah. for Marilyn. He's great. Yeah. I like you, boy, though. <laughs> you, have better, you have better cleavage than he does. So now he has to go back to Michigan to a case where he's being sued for humping this guy's head. Yes. And this is actually going to go before a jury? Yeah, he's not actually being sued. I think they're just... He's just trying to press charges, which is... Now, you're going to go back to Michigan, your home state, and and to help him out, because he's your boyfriend. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> it takes a lot for me wanting to go back to Michigan. <laughs> well, it's an interesting way to go back. Yeah. Uh, Susie? Yes, Max. Well, you know, I was just listening to this, and I just had to make a comment. I remember the first time you masturbated with me. Yes. Do you remember how you masturbated? Yes, I did it on your head. It's true. It, it is possible to do that. Yeah. Masturbating on someone's head is actually a very sensuous, pleasurable thing to do. And Max and I, we met through work. We were actually working on a tape together, an audio tape of erotic fantasies. And we were getting into the whole feeling of it. And we were lying back on this couch and he had his head between my legs and we were listening to our own recordings and his head's moving back and forth between my legs. And next thing I knew, I was really humping his head and coming all over the back of his neck. And of course, Max has a wonderful head. It's a, it's a large head. <laughs> I like a man with a large head. And so I had a fabulous first orgasm with Max that way. So I do understand the security guard and his fantasies, but, right. yeah. but it does take really maneuvering to get somebody there. You know, yeah. I, I, I did this on a couch. 
So um, right, Manson was, wasn't in that position. No, it was quite impossible, actually. Quite impossible. Okay. Well, you sound like a good witness. I think I know, you, you, you've got to go. I do. But don't wear the red lipstick. Oh, yeah. In court. You have to be a little more demure. <laughs> The hat. I, I mean, <laughs> you can't go. Well, okay. Maybe they'll make an exception for you because you were there. He doesn't That's even have my head. You know, it's no. Like okay, you could say head, that. You, you could. I mean, you wouldn't even hump my head. No, so, you, you know. I ask all the time. I can just see you saying, "Your Honor," he wouldn't even hump my head, <laughs> and I ask him all I the time. I begged. It's against his religion. It's against his religion. What is his religion anyway? Um. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> no okay. comment. I don't. All right. All right. All right. Uh, do you, do you share? What is your religion? I'm currently without religion. Does um, you know? Are you a seeker, an agnostic, a atheist, a um, goddess worshiper, or <laughs> <laughs> devil worshiper? I try not to get in conversations about politics and religion. Really? You you don't. Mm-mm. Well, you're finding a way out of this one. <laughs> Even though you're all tied up and you can't go anywhere and I could force you to talk about politics and religion. <laughs> oh, that would be wow. Awful. Actually. That's it's very disciplined. I, I, I don't know how I could live like that myself, but right. you are very disciplined. Do you have opinions about, I can't imagine you don't have opinions about politics and religion. Yeah, I, I suppose I do. I mean, yeah, the only experiences I really had with the religion when I were, was young were what, bad. What were they? Just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like when someone tells me I'm going to hell, and I'm well, a little. What kid. religion were you brought up with? Uh, I wasn't really. My my mom went to uh, Catholic school her whole life. Oh, okay. So she was against, you know, religion, of course. Yes. And um, she took me to church a couple times when I was little, and just to see if I really liked it. <laughs> okay. I didn't, and my mom, right. you know. I okay. Just don't, you know, my parents weren't very religious. No. Right. But they were Catholic, so that's why you like to be tied up and right. well, you know, played with really like this. Let's see. We have a call. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I guess we'll talk to this person quickly. Uh, <laughs> wants to be spanked while cock is in a vacuum. I, uh, believe it or not, I've had that call a couple of times. The question is whether it's a Hoover or a shop vac. The name is Thace. It's online too. Okay, we're, we're holding. Actually, Dita can't go anywhere. So. Yeah. Are your hands okay? Are your hands okay? Yes, Carmen is very uh, practiced in bondage. Hey, Thais. By the way, our number to call is 213-239-0300, and we're tying up Dita Von Tees. And hello, Thais. Hello, Dr. Block? Yes. Hi. Hi. So? You wanted to talk to me about spanking and cleaning equipment. Yes. Yes. I'm a Household just, uh, well, occupations. I'm uh, 19 right now. You're 19 right now. Okay, yeah. you won't be for long, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm sticking, well, right now I'm sticking my cock in the suction of a vacuum cleaner. And you won't be doing that for long either, one way or no. another. <laughs> Have you got it turned on? Yes. And what I'm brand is it? What brand? It's a devil. A devil? Oh, yes. How appropriate. <laughs> a dick devil. A dick devil. Not a dirt devil. Yes. A dick devil. A dick devil. Well, it, is it a dirt devil, really? 
Yes. Okay, okay, very good. Well, Dita has dubbed it a dick devil, so that's what it is, and that's what you're using it for. And have you done yes. this before? Yes. You have, okay. I just want to warn my audience, though, do not try this at home. Why not, Carmen wants to know. Carmen is going to try it at home. Someone in my audience would like to hear the sound of the vacuum. Sure. Okay, we'd like to know for sure that you are vacuuming your cock. Okay, sure. Here we go. Something, something's making a noise. All right. I, I'll like buy it. In a vacuum. Sounds like a that vacuum. That sounds like it? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, okay. Yeah. And... You should use a Hoover. They work much better, and they have several speeds, and I'm, I'm sure it'll work. Oh, man. Carmen, you have done this before. All right. Yes. So uh, you, you've done this before. And do you come into the tube there? Yes, yes, uh, of oh, course. Yes, yes. It sounds like you're about to. I said, of course. Right. I do have you, a request. Have you been doing this for a while tonight? Yes. Okay. And you have something about spanking you wanted to say also? Yes. I like well, at least one of someone over there to spank me, at least. Someone over here? Yes, either you, Dr. Block, or... Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, I'll spank you then. Okay. My, I got my, my paddle. Okay, okay, I'm going to spank you now. Okay. Can I use your butt? I, I won't spank sure. at heart. Yes, could I? Sure. Okay, I'm going to spank Dita as your surrogate here. Okay. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, oh, you ready? Good. Stick that yes. butt up in the air for me, okay. slave boy. And... Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Oh. More? Oh, I feel, yeah, I feel it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is that okay? It's fine. Oh, Is it as good. good as he feels? <laughs> good. <laughs> he sounds really excited by this. Yeah. Okay. And Again. one more. One more. Oh. And I want you to come. I will. Uh, okay. Good boy. Good ah. soldier. Give it to us. Right up the yeah. vacuum. Uh, right. Oh, God. It's, yeah, it's flowing in there. Oh, It's yeah. flowing oh, in there. Yeah. Uh, you're so descriptive. Gosh. Aren't you impressed wow. with my audience? Yes, very much. <laughs> wow. Aren't they creative? We have international fetish supermodel here, Dita Von Tees, and she appreciates your creativity. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, that's a great performance. Dita can't clap because she's all tied up. <laughs> we always applaud when people come on this show. It's, it's kind of a tradition, no matter how ridiculous their orgasm is. We, we do applaud because we're about pleasure yes. and many happy orgasms. So that's a great way to channel all your weirdness, Thace, <laughs> right into the vacuum cleaner. I shudder to think what you might be doing with yourself if you didn't have that vacuum cleaner. Do <laughs> you have any parting comments? No, just thanks. I love your show. Oh, yeah. well, thank you, sweetheart. You got good taste. Thank you, Dr. Bond. Now, look out that vacuum cleaner with your tongue. I will. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Good for you. All right. And this is the Dr. Susan Block Show with Dita Von Tees, And you are numbers 213-239-0300. Top that perversion. That's the game here. Or you can actually talk about regular things. And... Fetish is almost a regular thing now, isn't it? It is, isn't it? There's extremes, like Thace. That's the third vacuum cleaner call that really? we've gotten on this show. And I think they've all been different people. Amazing. But fetishes like you're into, I mean, I think almost anyone can appreciate the beauty of this macrame art. Let's really just have a good look.
at this beautiful tie-up job that has been perpetrated upon the lovely Dita Von Tees by Dave and Carmen. Mostly Dave, but <laughs> Carmen gets the fun stuff, like doing whipping and things like that. Oh, look, and you're all tied up. You are hog-tied. Yeah, tied. You are seriously tied, aren't you? Yes, it's, it's nice. Uh, wow, it's tight. It it's looks tight. Good. It looks good, huh? Uh-huh. All right, Carmen is doing the final little tying touch here. Right, no dangling participles, okay. And now I think, get this cock out of the way here. <laughs> We've got all kinds of dicks and feathers and things in the bed. Now, you are a person who loves to be in control. What, what wait, 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 did oh. someone just whip me in the face? Okay, no, speaking of control. Him away from him. <laughs> no, that is not okay. That is not okay. No. Carmen, no, oh, no, no whipping in the face. Did you do that on purpose? Certainly not. Certainly not. I think she oh. meant to just get the shoulder, but still, Carmen, you've 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 lost your whipping privileges. <laughs> well, we lost were just talking about no, Carmen. Carmen, you've lost your whipping privileges. You you accidentally got her in the face. <laughs> so we were talking about control, and as long as you've got a little help, you can maintain control even when you're all tied up, can't yeah, you? Yeah. See. See. If I weren't wearing this hat, I could flail myself about the bed, too, and cause a little damage. But flail no, about the bed? I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> we can remove the hat. Would you? No, we can't. We can't? We can't remove the hat? What, is it no. super glue? <laughs> yeah, it's stapled onto my head. Oh, stapled onto the head. All right. Well, you can't do much in that, no. no. You, you're you can't like sort of sit up like that. But you're that. not supposed to do much. It's supposed to be tight, so you can just struggle against it a little bit. All right. That's what Come in close. Come in close for a little struggle. Close, going, caress. I have to teach my cameraman here. Caress the body of the beautiful Dita Von Tees as she struggles against the bonds, because that is part of the turn-on of bondage is the struggling, really pushing. And what parts of you, Dita, feel really like bound the most? Um, the hands are the first to go. Uh -huh. They start to get numb and yeah. cold. And are they starting to get that way? Yep. Yep. All right, the so let's have Carmen. You can start untying, or Dave, or somebody should start untying. You should always have a pair of scissors on hand when doing bondage, of course. Now, Carmen, don't be upset. Just because you've <laughs> lost your whipping privileges doesn't mean... I want my flogger back. <laughs> I'll give you I your flogger, flogger back. I'm going to wait till I'm out of this bondage. I'm going to flog you. Oh. oh. Now, would you He's permit that? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. I think that's a good idea because Carmen is out of control here. Do you want me to rip your flogger? I won't. Okay. I know. I'm going to hold on to this. Sacred. All right. Mm. Get a drink, Carmen. And we are drinking tonight um, Stone Brewery Natural Beer, as well as Fernet Branca. Fernet Branca makes fabulous liqueurs. Are you a drinker or are you one of these non-drinkers? I'm a yeah. champagne drinker. Champagne mm -hmm. drinker. Ah, yes. Well, we will also uh, be importing some champagne from France. Isn't that right, Max? Max is 
gone to get some champagne. I'm sorry, what did you say? I didn't hear that, funny. <laughs> well, we were just talking about alcohol, dear. I thought that might perk you up. <laughs> we're sitting here, actually, uh, we're in our suite here, and uh, we are drinking Golden Sun Kentucky Straight uh, with okay. Gary and myself. Ah. Yes. Well, Dita is being released from her bondage, and she's really looked pretty as a picture all tied up like this. And we're talking about beverages of choice. If you're into beer, this Stone Brewery, they're a new sponsor. We'll, we'll just spell it out. And they have a, a very fun philosophy there for arrogant bastards, and I guess bitches, too. And bastard beer. Bastard beer. Bastard right, beer. Bastard beer. Uh-huh. Are they for bitches, too, or just bastards? It's just a uh, men's beer? I think just beer? bastards. It does seem like it would put hair on your chest, this beer. you got to try it. It's, it's pretty strong. You can get it back at the bar. And it's all natural, so we got to drink it up now. <laughs> and then there's Fernet Branca for the sweeter tooth of liqueur. And all of this is brought to you by Vital Stream, and which means that Vital you put stream. it into your stream, into your bloodstream. That's how we're streaming to you on DrSusanBlock.com. On the World Wide Web. From Los Angeles, California, you're listening to Revolutionary Radio. You're listening to Dr. Susan Block on uh, Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. Revolutionary Radio for a revolutionary time. Call us at 213-239-0300. We're talking about all aspects of sex, fetish, bondage, or as the French call it, legotage. Legotage. You got some French people there, Max? Yes, I do, actually. Uh, I have uh, a French artist here, a very well-known French artist. Ask him what he knows about legotage. What do you know about legotage? Legotage. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Pierre? I'm Thierry. No, that's Patrick? Yeah, I'm a... No, uh, I'm Thierry. Thierry. Yeah, Thierry. I have a problem. Uh, you have no problem? Part yeah, problem? I have a problem. You are a problem. Yeah. I love well, Max. Uh-oh. Uh okay. <laughs> All right. You got to send me pictures. So. Tie him up, Max. Tie him up? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get I, my I belt. I think he has to be tied up. up. He's going to get you. Otherwise. <laughs> we now have a beautiful shot of Dave's back. Can we kind of get around that, please? Now we have a shot of Dave's ass, which is nice, but, you know. Legotage, the gentle art of tying up your sex partner or just tying up your guest on your show right here. So are we going to be importing champagne from France? Where's my French connection? Um, we're going to be importing uh, champagne, actually, yes, for sure. And also, I, I found a great, uh, traveling through France, I found a, a great new cigarette that just no, no, came no, out no, here. A great new cigarette. No, 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 that, that, that here. <laughs> it's called, uh... No, 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 Cannot say the name of the cigarette. Wait a minute. Or that will ruin it for all the French people. No, I found two packs of cigarettes. I found... Monteverdo? A pack of cigarettes that's called Monteverdo. It's made out of... With plants. It has no tobacco in it. They're health food cigarettes. Ah, health food um, cigarettes. And uh, the other one is uh, 
Hashish. A, a great pack. The other one is hashish, did I hear? No, actually, the cigarettes smell like hashish. Oh, okay. So That's if, you, if you smoke them walking down the street, you get a crowd behind you. Mm. But getting juice with cannabis with akik is very good for it. <laughs> and the other pack I found uh, is, uh, which we're going to have on our website, uh, is Route 66 cigarettes. Mm. And it carries the seal of Route 66 and uh, the map of the United States, uh, and it's Chicago to L.A.? Yeah, from Chicago to L.A., all the way. So, Max, you remember when we had Dita on the show, when we had the legendary Betty Page? Huh? Oh, dirty. Of course I remember. Max. Hi, Dita. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You look delicious. I went to your website. Thank you. I was in an internet cafe, and we all went to your website. Oh, good. And we'll all come again. Thank you. And again and again. <laughs> Did you hear a face coming into his dirt devil? Or dick devil, as the case may be? Yes, of course I heard that. Yeah. What's a Dr. Susan Block show without an orgasm? An orgasm a day makes the doctor stay and do another show. Mm. So are you feeling released? Are you feeling not yet? Not yet. Mm-mm. Not quite. No, it's still. Nope. This is quite an elaborate design that See what he's happens? done with you. Yeah, he gets mm. carried away. Yeah. See how and things y- go. It, and you're so patient. You really are. Well, I've done this a few times. Well, yeah. still, still, some but people I, might. I be know when to order people around and tell them what they're not doing. Sometimes yeah. people do things like put a big ball gag in your mouth before they start tying you up and things like that. So I, right. I often crack the whip while I'm in bondage and tell them what... I heard that. ...when it's <laughs> what's appropriate and what's not. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And who do you think you learned the most about bondage from? Um, the guys over at uh, Bondage Cafe and um, Short Fuse. They're really great. They have websites, shortfuse.com right. and... Uh, bondagecafe.com, but they're, in my opinion, doing some of the best bondage on the internet with some of the most beautiful girls. Oh, now you feel all different. Look at those arms. Follow those arms. (laughs) Stretch them out. Yeah. Mm, Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Dita. Yes. Are you planning on doing any more films for Gwen Media? Yes. Um... I don't know the titles of them yet, but we're going to start working on something probably the beginning of the year. And now, how about this Pink Bubble Bath Film yes. Festival? You're like sort of the mascot or something? Cause the mascot. You, you symbolize <laughs> um, bubbly? Or? I'm hosting it and yeah. performing at it, and it's um, Saturday, December 11th, or 8th, sorry, the 8th, and it's downtown LA. Look, I'm trying to untie myself while I'm telling about it. Um, and it's uh, sexy short films. I think there's like 19 or 20 of them. Oh, are you and in any of them? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't. Thi- I don't. I could be wrong though. Okay. Um, but you're gonna dance. I'm gonna do a burlesque performance. Oh, great. A teasing performance and um, just hosting the event. It's gonna be really great. And their website where you can get tickets is pinkbubblebath.com. That's right. And I will be judging. I'll be one of the judges. Am I going to judge anything? I'll, I'll let you win, whatever I judge. Okay, Okay, good. but I, I don't know if anyone else will be dancing. Soon. Yeah. I, think, I, I think I'm the only performance. Well, it sounds like fun. 
seeing all these erotic films and I don't think they're like regular porn films are no, they? No, I think that it's it runs the gamut that it's all kinds of sexy films from very erotic to soft and playful and cute films. And you can hold your own microphone now. Thank oh, you. See my arms have been <laughs> just serving you, you know. I mean, when someone's in bondage, you almost have to serve that person because they're helpless. Yeah. yeah. Dave did a great job, yeah, okay, Dave, and Carmen helped. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's very good. Mm, very good. And you've got the little markings all over oh, yourself. Yes. Look at that. Yes, Carmen, are you going to do the camera or is someone else going to do camera? Okay, then bring it in, bring it in. We have to bring it into the track marks here, you know. <laughs> Um, I w recently went to an awards show yes. with my boyfriend, and I had rope marks on my arms. And oh. So for all the paparazzi photos, he had to wrap his arms around my rope burns so that oh. it wasn't noticeable. Yes. Those aren't burns. So that's what's so nice about no, them. They don't look violent at all. They just look like these indentations where the rope was gently but firmly squeezing your arms together. Mmm. Yes. I love it. All right. Well, I will release you. Unless you want to stay, which is your... Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, now you're free. But, oh, that's right. You have to flog Carmen. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, no, Carmen really has been bad. sounds a little excited about that I and, you know, how y what you're supposed to do. Well, you could make it uncomfortable for her. You could make it uncomfortable for her. Okay. Uh, we need another camera person, though. Okay, thank you very much, Stan. We always have volunteers from the audience to uh, fill in here. Do a little camera, okay. You want to get flogged too? Wait in line. What do you want Carmen what to do? do? Want? do I usually um, like the ass, but you know. You like the, the ass? The chest is good too, but. Yeah. I don't want to get you. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll s sit back here. Yep. Yeah, really. I'm for a riding crop, but I gotta get okay, I got a riding crop, whoop. Here, so here's something there. for you. You know what? I think Carmen can use one of these. <laughs> this is my weapon of choice. This is, whoops, that's my, that's a riding crop, that's right. Oh, Carmen's revealed her tits. My goodness. Let's have a look at those tits, camera people. Okay, well, Carmen, turn around. Be good. Push that computer down, will you? Uh, let, me, let me push it down. Whoops, no, I guess not. Oh, yeah. Spank that bad advertising director. There. This is very motivational. That's all you get. And now. <laughs> and now. Oh, lick the shoes, Carmen. Look at those shoes. Those are so vintage, so beautiful. Mmm. Okay. She's passionate. That's enough. That's enough. That's just such a tease. <laughs> such a tease. You can't give them everything they want. Oh, well, let's have the microphone on that. Thank you, mistress. Do you feel powerful? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are powerful. You are. You're a beautiful, lovely, fetish supermodel. And I'm so proud of you because I feel like I knew you when you were just a Betty Page look-alike. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but now you're your own self, and you're just out there just teaching women how to be tied up and still strong. 
Thank you very much for oh. having me. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, so someone give me. Else to get oh, someone else wanted to get flogged. Angie. Angie, we want to flog a young lady here. Angie. Oh, Angie's busy with the snake. Give the snake over to that lovely young lady there. Your flogging talents are requested oh, by this young. Oh, the flogger has disappeared. Hmm. Okay, the flogger. Here's a flogger. This one's very light. Nice. You want to pull down the pants there a little bit? Well, you know, so we have a little flesh. This won't hurt. I guarantee. This is a non-hurt thing. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Nice butt. Very nice. Bend over. Very nice butt. Whoa. Harder. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Angie, go. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Angie. I liked seeing her getting tied up. You did. Yeah. That was inspiring. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. What would you she say? wants to be tied up. I think. Would you like to be tied up? I don't think I'd mind. Okay. Well, we can do that. Dave has the ropes for it. Dave had good style. Dave did. Dave did have we good style. It. Yeah. Have you been spanked before? Have you been um, whipped like you just were? Not whipped, but spanked maybe. Oh, you, you were. You hadn't been whipped. That was a first. I like that. That was a first. I like experience, and I also like when people have new experiences here. So how was that for a new experience? It was exciting. Yeah? To be whipped by a beautiful again. fetish supermodel? Like yourself, yes. Well, I am not a fetish supermodel. Beautiful, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have more tying up and spanking and whipping and... We've also got this fabulous contraption inspired by Buckminster Fuller and created at least some partially so by Galen, who is here with his slave Palomino, and I think it's called a Tetrus. And yeah. did you see that? A Tetris. Thing? I did see that. Isn't what do you think of that? It's very exciting. It is. And it, it can fold up and just into a bag. It's really yeah. oh, really right. portable. I didn't see that part, but Yeah, he took it out of a bag. It's amazing. And don't come yet and don't go away. We'll be right back. Thank you, Diva. Mm. You're watching Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. You're watching Revolutionary Radio for a revolutionary time and evolutionary time. From Afghanistan to New York to Paris uh, to Madrid, freedom is the most important thing that we have in life, and liberation is the essence of life.